J.D. and the Great Barber Battle, Chapter 22. Let's make a deal. Oh, hi there, Mr. Henry, Mom said. It's nice to see you again. We're just here celebrating that I'm almost done with school. More school, Miss Jones. I see where your son gets his smarts. Henry Jr. nodded slightly at me and crouched by my seat. Hey, James, he said. I have a proposal for you. Business is down, and I can't lose my shop. It's been a part of this town forever. I looked at Henry Jr. intently. I'm asking right here in front of the whole family to get your mom and grandparents' permission. I know you have peewee football practice in the fall during the week and church on Sundays. Why don't you consider coming to work for me on Saturdays? He had tried to shut me down before with the health inspector. He had tried to take away something that meant so much to me. Even so, I couldn't help feeling sorry for Henry Jr. Between my grandparents' church, weekly Bible study, and my mom, I knew I had to always try to be nice, even if someone had been unkind to me first. Well, we'll see, Mr. Hart, I told him. I decided I'd sleep on it, but first, I was going to enjoy the night with family celebrating my mom. I couldn't wait to watch her walk across the stage and graduate again. Monday was my only night free from choir practice, peewee football, Bible study, so when I went down to Hart and Son, Henry didn't close shop until 8 o'clock at night. I sat on his waiting bench watching and watching and watching. No one came in after Henry Jr.'s last customer, so he decided to close early at 6 o'clock. I guess business really was slow. Henry Jr. looked into his tip jar to take inventory. A tip jar? Why hadn't I thought that far? Thanks for coming, J.D., Henry Jr. said. He sat down in his barber chair looking like a squashed tomato. Now look, I can't let my dad's legacy close on my watch, he said. I want to propose something that lets us both win. I had my own ideas of how we could both win, but I let Henry Jr. go first. How much do you charge for cuts at your house, J.D.? Henry Jr. asked. Three dollars before I won the competition, five dollars after, I said. Henry Jr. smirked. I think he was impressed by my business sense. Little Jay, you obviously have talent, and you know what kids want, he said. I have to admit, I don't. Now everybody knows it. But what I do know is how to run a business. I can offer you a chair in my shop on weekends. Kids' haircuts are seven fifty a head, and you give me $25 a week in chair rent. If you get good enough to cut adult hair, you can charge more. You can even keep all the tips you make. I look around for a sheet of paper and a marker. I was pretty good at math. Home. 20 heads per day times $5 equals $100. $100 times 4 Saturdays is $400. Hart and Son. 20 heads per day at $7.50 equals $150. $150 times 4 Saturdays is $600. Monthly chair rent fee, $25 a week for 4 weeks per month is $100. 600 minus 100 is 500. I'd make extra $100 a month working at Hart and Son. Plus, I wouldn't have to worry about my grandmother's complaining about kids coming in and out of the house, using her bedsheets as capes, and birds eating the hair out of the grass. Finally, Henry Jr. was speaking my language. Could I convince my family to let me do it? J.D. and the Great Barber Battle Chapter 23 Off to Work At dinner the next night, after choir practice, I told my family about the details of Henry Jr.'s job offer. My mom gave me a blank stare. Her fork of greens paused in the air near her mouth. J.D., I don't know. Can we talk about this later? That seems like a bit much, she said. 
I shot a hopeful look over to my grandmother to see if she would support me. Mom took a lot of her parenting cues from Grandma and Granddad. Veronica, I don't know if it's a good idea for J.D. to be down there getting in grown folks' business, Grandma said. Not the answer I hoped for. Yeah, J.D., who is going to take you back and forth to Henry's, Vanessa added. I have my bike, Vanessa. Why did she have to butt in? My last chance for support was Granddad. If he said no, it would be three against one, and I definitely couldn't do that. The next afternoon, instead of going to Jordan's house, I went home to try and catch my granddad before he started his burial insurance meetings at 3 o'clock. I snuck up behind him in his armchair and hugged him from behind like I always do when he was alone watching The Young and the Restless. That Victor Newman is still so smooth, I heard him say to himself. Granddad, I really want to go cut hair at Henry Jr.'s. I'm good at it. This way, I won't even need an allowance. I made my case all in one breath. At his core, Granddad was a businessman. He had been the boss at J.C. Penney, and now he was his own boss. I will be like you, I said, a working man. A smile spread across Granddad's face. He didn't make a sound for a long while. Okay, he finally said. I will encourage your mom to let you try it, but just don't forget where you come from. Don't embarrass me or your family when you are there. So that's how I became Hart and Son's first non-family employee. The night before my first day at Hart and Son, I packed all the essentials, my video game console, my jar of candy, and a set of photographs of current hairstyles to put up on Henry Jr.'s wall. I didn't exactly know who'd come in for a haircut or what it would be like to work beside Henry Jr., but I was about to find out. Chapter 24, My New Competitor the only thing I didn't like about my first day at Heart and Sun was that it felt like work. There were adults around, so we kids had to be respectful and not goof off so much. I couldn't take breaks to play my own video games and forget about turning on cartoons. My feet hurt so much worse than anything I'd ever felt after football practice. I couldn't wait to sleep. But all the money I made put me in a good mood. I cut 10 kids' hair at seven fifty a pop and made $11 in tips. 10 kids times seven fifty equals $75. $75 plus $11 in tips equals $86. I was good at what I did, and my cuts were making kids all over the neighborhood feel good about themselves. What could be better? There was one kid who had come in because his mom gave him a bad haircut, just like I'd had, and he was so happy when he left. As I walked up to the back porch, it looked like the lights were on in my room. Everyone in Meridian kept their doors unlocked. We were all polite enough to never just walk into someone's house without asking. Was I being robbed? I tiptoed up to my door and heard the sound of a bunch of giggling girls. I turned the knob and the last thing I'd expect. Vanessa and a group of her friends had taken over my bedroom. There were hot curlers, bobby pins, gel, brushes, and a big old hairdryer with a bonnet. I even saw nail polish out, something Mom never let Vanessa wear. Where'd she get that? Jessica was sitting in my chair that I'd been using for haircuts, and Vanessa had twisted her hair so she looked like a grown-up warrior. 
Hey, JD, Jessica said. Guess what? My mom said you could give me bangs. Are you up for the challenge? She asked. A grin spread all the way across Vanessa's face as she turned to me. Well, JD, since you're out working on Saturdays, I thought I'd try doing my own thing in here. Kids track and field is over until spring. You know, I'm good at doing hair. Plus, Mom said it was okay. My room, my setup, and my chair? Why did she have to copy me? Didn't I have the idea to do hair first? By the way, why did you decide to go to work at Henry's? Vanessa asked. You could work with me, and we could keep all our money in the family. Working with my sister? That didn't sound like the best idea. We were really different. The last project we worked on together was the Sunday School Bake Sale, and we argued over whether to make cookies or cupcakes. We ended up putting both in the oven at the same time and burned everything to a crisp. Mom was super annoyed that she had to take us to the grocery store to buy ready-made sweets. Now Vanessa wanted to, us to do hair together. She would have every girl in the city in my room. I had gone from teased to the best kid's barber this side of the Mississippi. Henry Jr. tried to shut me down. Even my clippers stopped working during the competition, and that didn't stop me either. Did I need to help her with her dream too? But one thing I knew about Vanessa is that once she got an idea stuck in her head, she never let it go. I knew this wasn't over.